Welcome back to the CRTP, where I give you the play-by-play of my day-by-day as I make my way across the country. Tonight I'm coming to you around about 350 miles from where we last talked. I am in my tent in the Gross Venter uh, campground in Grand Teton National Park. Um, But I am getting ahead of myself. Uh, Hypothetically, this should be a very short installment, given that most of what I did, you know, 90% of what I did today was drive. Uh, just drove that 350 miles, took about 8 hours uh, in, of total driving time, um, not including breaks. Uh, and, and so I shouldn't have too many stories, but I will warn you that I am quite tired, and I already deleted a previous attempt doing this podcast because I was rambling and just pausing for 30 seconds at a time to try to get my thoughts straight because I'm kind of tired. So bear with me. I'll try to keep it short. I won't be offended if you fast forward or skip or whatever. Anyway, um, this morning, packed up, had my instant coffee, had my cereal, just, you know, packed up, tightened everything up made sure all the hatches were battened down and uh and started driving i i think i spent about half the time um listening to uh the way of kings on audiobook or you know i've read it before but i'm i'm re-listening to it which is really nice because i don't have to like fully focus on it i can it can be on in the background because i already know the story somewhat um so it's just a really nice background to driving because i don't have to worry about listening to it too hard um and the other half just listening to and, and singing along to whatever music i i either fancied or whatever spotify threw at me at the moment um it was honestly a pretty a pretty enjoyable drive um yeah, and I don't think I really have many stories from it. I will say, like, uh, it was, it, I didn't, I, um, it ended up being faster because I was south of I-90, um, excuse me, I was south of I-90 in the Black Hills going to the Tetons, which is also south of I-90. I didn't actually go back up to I-90. I stayed on, uh, like, the smaller highways um the whole time which was made for a different kind of driving experience um at times less stressful because i would be the only person on the road just chilling and at times more stressful because there might be someone behind me who wanted to go faster or i might be behind someone else who is going in my opinion too slow and i want to pass them but uh, there's cars coming the other way and i have to worry about like i kind of pass them now no i'm not going to i'm just going to wait whatever but still overall quite an enjoyable drive i will say the scenery was nothing too uh beautiful most in the middle you know getting out of the black hills quite nice coming into the tetons oh my gosh so nice but uh in the middle i think it made sense to do the entire thing in one eight hour chunk because uh there wasn't really too much to see i did i did you know pass uh pass by devil's tower it's that's further north and i probably could have like gone up there and spent a night around there uh if i wanted to but I think it's all right. Um, I will say, coming into Grand Teton National Park, like, 
and just like seeing the mountains, it was like, all right, all right. Like I've, I've really been just ramping up in elevation. I realized cause I started with the badlands, which is really cool stuff, but like doesn't get, you know, it's like interesting formations, but they really don't get very tall. And then I went to black Hills, which get taller, but I went to black elk peak and I, which is, you know, the highest point in, uh, a lot of, in, you know, that whole portion of the, um, U S and it was like, I think it was like 3000 feet or something like that. Um, and today I passed a, <laughs> today as I was driving into, into, uh, the Tetons, I went over a pass in my car that was at like, oh, I forget, but it was, it was, you know, it was like 7,000 feet or something like that. Um, I think maybe that's dumb. I can't remember, but I just remember it being, you know, I was, I looked at it and I just kind of laughed that I was, you know, so excited about going up 3,000 feet to Black Elk Peak, uh, previously. Um, anyway, uh, and, and also just like coming in and seeing the mountains, I was like, oh, this is what, this is what I came here for. They're just so much bigger and so much more majestic. I will say, um, it was coming in today. It was really, really hazy, which makes me a little bit worried that, um, it might just be hazy the whole time I'm here. Cause there's not really any rain on the horizon which is, you know, great for camping, not so great for views, um, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, oh, and the one last thing before I get to, uh, what I'm hoping for the future of, uh, being here is, um, the one thing that I missed that I didn't do in the Black Hills, um, my camp host showed me, like, where a herd of buffalo was in, excuse me, in the park, and, um, I had thought that maybe after hiking Black Elk Peak, I would have time to go look at them. Didn't end up having time between planning and, and shopping and whatever. Um, and I was a little bit sad about that. But then, coming into uh, the Tetons, uh, I, like, I saw on the, on, on the Google, on the Google Maps, that uh, there was a bit of red traffic. And I was like, that's weird. It's just, like, in the middle of this, you know like mountain highway. Um, and the reason for that is because there was a giant bison herd with baby bison. And what ended up happening was like, you know, everyone slows down. There's a bunch of cars on the sides of the road. I took a bunch of pictures from like my windows. Um, and the car in front of me got stopped because two bison just wandered onto the road in front of it. Uh, and so I, I, you know, got to just stop and take, take a few pictures and, and like saw baby bison, which are surprisingly cute. Um, and, and anyway, uh, I was like, all right, great. I'm, I'm okay with having left the, the Black Hills pretty quickly. Now, um, oh, and I, you know, got to my campsite. It's, I pretty much, I think I got here around, I got here at like 7.15, I think, which gave me, you know, it was uh, just enough time, basically, to uh, set up camp, cook dinner, um, and eat it and clean up and everything uh, before it got dark. So it worked out really well, timing-wise, I think. Um, but now, for my hopes for the rest of uh, 
being here. Um, I did a bunch more research just before uh, starting, you know, starting the recording, um, and it looks like, just like, it seems like, especially right now, backpacking permits are just crazy to get. Like, people will line up at the visitor center hours before it opens, um, just to try to get, you know, the, the trip that they want. Um, and so I, and it opens at eight and I have gotten, you know, I'm, I'm getting up much earlier, but I have been getting up about eight. Um, and I would have to get up at, you know, maybe six something. I'm only, I'm, you know, I am at probably right now I am at probably the best possible place that you could be. Um, because I'm only like a 20 minute drive from the, like the central visitor center. Um, so I totally could, and maybe I will. I haven't really decided yet if I'm gonna get up at like six something and, uh, and go to the visitor center like super early, um, to try to get like, it's like, it's like Paintbrush Canyon to Cascade Canyon loop is just like the one that everyone wants to get and um I feel like that would be great because it says it's like good for beginners and and I don't think I'm a beginner backpacker but I am a beginner backpacker at going at backpacking alone um and so it might be nice to do just like a a one or two night you know thing first get my feet under me figure out what I forgotten because I'm sure I'm gonna forget something like it's just how it's gonna go um Anyway, uh, so that would be great. I haven't decided whether I want to get up super early and try to get that. The other piece of this, of course, is I have really nothing but time right now. Um, and I did, looked at, I did some looking at freecampsites.net, and it looks like there are some... It looks like really spectacular boondocking places just outside of, um, like not even that far from where I am. Uh, and a couple of the pictures look like, like better views that I've got here. Um, so I am thinking that that is probably where, cause, um, even if I do get backpacking permits tomorrow, I won't, uh, it'll probably be for leaving the next day, uh, leaving on Thursday. Um, so that's probably where I'll be tomorrow whether I get permits or not. Um, yeah, so I could absolute, I, you know, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this or not. Um, my current thought is I might not get up at, you know, five or six or whatever and try to get the perfect permits tonight, even though I am as close as I ever will be. Um, I think what I might do instead is I might get there you know, I might get there at eight and, you know, probably be pretty far back in the line. Um, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe it being Wednesday, uh, it'll be easier, but I kind of doubt it. Um, like I saw stuff on Reddit of like, I got there an hour before it opens and I was 50th in line. So we'll see. Um, but, uh, I, I think I'm going to go there tomorrow morning you know, I'll probably, like, leave camp set up and go there and then come back to, to, um, 
take it all down. But, uh, uh, I might just try to get whatever permits are, are, happen to be there, do a quick backpacking trip, and then maybe just, you know, boondock, just, like, stay around here for a couple days, do other stuff, you know, <laughs> spend a couple, spend a day, I'll, I'll definitely need to, like, I need to do laundry, I want to try to set up this podcast as, like, an actual podcast, I could probably spend a day or two just, like, in Jackson and just, like, find a cafe with Wi-Fi, or, heck, a laundromat with Wi-Fi, and, and just, like, do various things, um, so my current thought is, I'm actually, I'm coming up with this right now, which, <laughs> this isn't the best use of a podcast, I'll try to wrap up quickly, but, um, my current thought is, uh, just get, uh, whatever is available tomorrow for like a one or two night backpacking trip. Um, do that. Uh, and then spend a couple days around here. Um, just, you know, boondocking around and then, uh, maybe later do the actual, like once I know kind of how it works and, and whatever, um, I could either, you know, and maybe I'll come across a better trip or whatever, but, uh, I could go in, um, like, super early and try to get the, like, ideal permits. I mean, and really, honestly, I shouldn't be planning this far ahead because who knows what I'm going to come across tomorrow. Um, but uh, that's my current thought. Yeah, I'm, I'm just really excited to be here. I am sad that it was so hazy because I really only saw, like, silhouettes of the mountains as I was coming in. But also the sun was, like, setting behind them, so... Probably, it'll probably look pretty nice in the morning, actually. Anyway, I'm excited to be here. I am, like, actually really happy that I didn't... Like, I am... I am very... Like, it... Uh, Auntie Zanti, as I was planning for this trip, Auntie Zanti kept telling me that nervousness and excitement... The only difference between nervousness and excitement is oxygen. Um... And I can really feel that right now because the thought of just, like, hanging around here and just kind of taking it day by day and, like, not leaving until I feel like it makes me feel very nervous but also very excited. And I think that it could be very fun um, because, I mean, this is the first time that I have not had a plan for where I'm going to be the next night. Uh you know, I don't, I, I have no idea what I'm going to be doing tomorrow. I have no idea. I, I have, you know, options for where I'm going to, I can camp tomorrow night. Like, I'm not worried that I'm not going to have a place to be. But, uh, yeah. I, I am, like, nervous and excited. I am nervously excited and excitedly nervous about the next little bit. Um, and I'm sure it's going to have up and ups and downs. But... Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. It is very freeing and a little bit nerve-wracking, but very exciting to, like, not have an agenda as to when I need to leave. I've got, you know, I need to be at Cape Disappointment in, what, like, 22 days? Uh, and until then, I've just, I can do whatever. Um, so, and I do, I... I, I was telling, I was talking to Nolan in the car today, I, I do want to slow down a little bit, I think. I really kind of, 
you know, rush, just did, you know, two days in the Badlands, two days in Black Hills, all the way over to Tetons, and now, like, I should just take my time, I've got so much time, um, and it does kind of make sure, make sense to, like, go through that stuff a little bit more quickly, because I am more excited about stuff this far west, um, than I was about stuff, you know, further east than where I am, but, uh, I think it is time for me to slow down a little bit and recognize that, like, if I wanted to, I could just, you know, camp around here until next Wednesday and then get permits. That, like, I totally could do that if I wanted to. I'm not sure I do want to. I, I might want to get my permits a little bit before then, um, but that that could totally be an option if I wanted to. So, yeah. Maybe I'll get permits on Monday. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's been 17 minutes. I'm just rambling about whatever. I knew this was going to happen. I, sh I need to start doing these earlier when I'm not so tired. Anyway, that all of that is to say I'm very excited and nervous about the next little bit. And I'm going to sign off now. Yeah, signing off.